Blog Talk Radio. Um, 
I'm trying to think. My uh, music-wise, I'm pretty eclectic. I listen to just about everything and anything as long as it doesn't annoy me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It depends on my mood and the day, I guess. Um, I didn't grow up listening to too much. Like, I, whatever I listened to was because of peers. Um, more, I guess I grew up, but you want that background. I grew up listening to, like, Debbie Gibson, New Kids on the Block, um, <laughs> Tiffany... Michael Jackson, some hip hop, but it was really mostly pop music growing up. Um, I guess back then Z100, one of the, like our local stations was uh, more pop than it is now. <laughs> um, so that's what I used to listen to growing up. And as far like my mom listened to a lot of Latin music, I don't know specifically what artists. I never really shared music with her, um, but I remember her having eight track cartridges <laughs> and the like vinyl records that I used to listen to with her were like Michael Jackson and um, Menudo growing up. Um, My brother influenced me with uh, rock. Like he used to listen to a lot of heavy metal, like Metallica, Kiss, Iron Maiden. Um, So I was exposed to that too growing up with my brother. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to know about my background. Um, I, you know, I have a question. You, know, you said Menudo. Yeah, that's really, really. Um, do you know who Glenn Medeiros is? He was one of the Menudo singers. So I was wondering, did she listen to? Did your mom listen to him? Um, because uh, Ian, I, I wrote a song for him, so I work with Menudo. So I was just wondering, did you like Menudo? Oh, wow. When, your mom, did you like Menudo growing when, up? Uh, Growing yeah. up, um, mm-hmm. the one the mm-hmm. one record we had because I know the members changed a lot because they reached a certain age they got booted out. So what I remember, when I listened out. to it, it was like the Ricky Martin time, and then I, I the record my mom has I forget specifically which members were in there right at that moment. Um, I just remember Ricky Martin. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, was, he, he was after Glenn Medeiros. He was after, but did you did you like him? No, did, you, did your mom make yeah, you listen to him, or did you enjoy him? No, we enjoy. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Wow, I did that's, enjoy that. I just don't know the the names of the members. So <laughs> you only got the main one. Ricky Martin is the most famous. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so oh yeah. So what did okay? So now my question too is like, you listen. Your mom listened to that. So what did you? Would you are you a rebel? Did you listen? To other things that your mom didn't want you to listen to, you know, like when you didn't see your mom and turn to the channel. <laughs> no, she. I don't know if she just raised me. I was there was never anything that I wasn't allowed to not listen to. I guess because my brother had that, like the heavy metal stuff in his room going, so I was exposed to that anyway. <laughs> um, there was like, I guess growing up, I just really liked pop music. Like I put on Debbie Gibson, New Kids on the Block. Um, Michael Jackson I liked because he was dance- danceable. Um, mm-hmm. Madonna was another big one for me. We had I had the little cassette of <laughs> with Papa Don't Preach on it. <laughs> okay, I used to love okay. singing her songs in my room. <laughs> and and are you music- were you musically inclined? Did you play any instrument? Um, I learned a little bit, never took up any classes. My mom never put me in any music classes outside of what was required for school. Um you could learn like basics to the recorder, keyboard, but never went beyond like to pursue anything. Well, because you got a famous name, you know, Nelly. You know, kind of a famous entertainer's name. I won't mention who it is, but <laughs> I just thought you might you might play a dance or sing or do something like that. Um, oh. So, 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 so out of these artists that you listen to, did you go purchase any of these? Artists that you buy? Did you go to the store and say, I'm going to buy these things, or what are gifts? Like, did you go buy Madonna, or did your um, mom give it to you? Madonna with Michael Jackson were gifted. Um, I would say, I guess I went and you could on the block crazy. Um, okay. Maybe, I don't remember how old I was. <laughs> we had the birthday party, the sheets, the music. I bought the taste, everything. <laughs> Okay. That, that's because all, all the girls loved them instead of me. <laughs> is that what happened here? <laughs> wow. So did you go to their concert? Did you go see them? I went to their concert now with their reunion. I never went to any concerts growing up. But now when they okay. came back out again, like two years ago, I guess, I went to mm-hmm. one of their concerts. <laughs> that's good. That's because you're a loyal fan. Um. 
Now, did your mom take you to any things, like any events that you, you know, went to, you know, like as a group, your brother or, your, you know, y'all went to go see, you know, like whoever, uh, any musical artist? Did you? No, never went to any concerts, nothing growing up. <laughs> what, what about church recitals or, you know, did you go to any musical events with them at all? Like, you know, the neighborhood? Um, uh, like as a child, child, or even like college years, does that does it matter? Yeah, you're still a kid. You're still a kid, even if you, even if you might be in college years. You're still your mother's kid, and so it doesn't change. You know, it kind of stays the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but guess in college, not. I started. It's musical started in college. Um, like Rent, uh, Cats was still out. Um, Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, as an adult, my husband took me to see Beauty and the Beast. Um, okay, that's that's about it as far as musicals. <laughs> okay, so but you haven't took your mom out like, hey, let's mom, let's go hang out. You know, I'm an adult. You know, I just want to pay you back on good times, and we're gonna go see you know new kids on the block, or we didn't do anything like that. No, or, we never did anything like that. Um, the only okay. musical I went to go see with my mom was Cats, and as far as actual music artists, we never did anything. The New Kids on the Block concert was with a bunch of friends just for memories. <laughs> and, um, yeah, one of my friends bought tickets and she had extras and asked me if I wanted to go. So, <laughs> was, it, was it a good show? I just wanted to know that part. The audience might want to I had, it good. I had a blast. <laughs> okay. I had a blast. <laughs> wow. You know, all the lyrics came back. Even after all the years, all the lyrics and dance moves came back and we were having a blast in the audience. So, <laughs> What, what was your parents' favorite music? Wow. What was your What was your parents' favorite music? Uh, Ian, I was wondering what was your parents' favorite, favorite music. What did they like? Uh, me, you know, Not I was you, like, Ian, I, <laughs> I, I was like, I heard Ian. I was like, Ian, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah I, I, what, what is? Okay, go on. Well, I was asking Ian. I wanted to know her. I wanted to know. Nelly's favorite, what your parents really dug, you know, while you were, what was, their, what was their life like? What did they like? Like, they were just, you know they liked. Their, their favorite music. My mom, you think? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she had a favorite artist. But she wasn't, she didn't have music on all the time. Um, Okay. She would play music. I guess that's why I remember Michael Jackson and Menudo and Madonna because that's what the music we listened to together. I don't know what she listened to when I wasn't around, so I don't know what artists in specific. Um, I don't think she was too much of a music person. Like at parties and stuff, I'm a lot more of a dancer than she is. At family gatherings, she would sit. Any dancing I learned was from other family members. <laughs> Well, let's turn the let's turn the hourglass upside down. What did your what do your kids listen to? Uh, my kids, we put on Radio Disney a lot. Um, Yay! More so because of their ages. <laughs> um, they're only six and five, and I did have on. I forget what station I had on, and that suicidal song came on. My oldest like, "What's suicide?" I'm like, "Um, time to change the station." <laughs> Because <laughs> I thought he was a little too young to address that, <laughs> so we I was just researching music for kids besides those kids bop music that they just remake the songs anyway. And I found Radio Disney because they have their family edits of the songs. So any popular songs, it's like a you know a nice edit for the kids, nice clean songs them to listen to. Um, and they watch Disney Channel a lot, obviously. So they like all those artists like Demi Lovato, Jonas Brothers. Um, Mitchell Musso, uh, they like all the high school musical stuff and Camp Rock, and we do put that stuff on. We put it on a lot for them. We bought the CDs. Um, we finally got an iPod, so we're finally up with a whole new generation, <laughs> and we're putting the music, the songs on that, and we have, um, they like the, like the We Sing It games. They like the karaoke, even if they don't know all the words, it's just all for fun with them, and we do goof around dancing to the music with them. We sing at home and in the car with all those artists if we have the CD or on the radio. Um, that's about it with them. <laughs> wow. So, so that's basically. Do they have like iPods and stuff like that? Do you um, have? Uh, well, we have one for the house. Okay. CD so, players are starting to become obsolete unless you have a whole system. 
Um, so we, any CDs we do have, we transfer onto there. And I'm instead of buying CDs, considering just buying music from their store and putting it on. Okay. Wow. That's it. So 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 um, do you do you buy do you still buy CDs for them? Do you guys buy CDs or do you just download stuff to your iPod? Um, we haven't downloaded anything directly to the iPod yet. We're considering it. I want to find out if my car plays MP3 files. We're not sure about that yet. <laughs> um, so okay. the CDs we do have, we bought it mainly for the car. Um, so when we're on the go, if I, we can't catch Radio Disney because we're in another state and don't know the station, pop in a CD. Or sometimes they do request songs in specific, like... Um, we bought a Radio Disney compilation one. They love that Firefly song. They request that. It's in there. <laughs> do you, Ab- do, do you absolutely. Play? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, and like, do you um, like, do you feel like you're at a part of your part of their life or their age where they can understand the music that you like, or is it just really bad being a mother of three and just being around your children all the all the time of really just exposing and learning to love, like, the music that at their age and their understanding, like? Um, well, I like the music they listen to, actually. <laughs> I don't think their groups are boring. Or, like, I like I actually like the Jonas Brothers, and I like their songs with them. As far as current music, I don't know what's in right now because of having the radio on for them. It's all geared for them. Um I do play some of my old stuff, like the music on the blog that's not that they can't pay attention to, or Amy Grant. We put on a lot. We do have some. Uh, trying to think what else I do put on for them. Like I guess Jordan Sparks, stuff like that. That it's current, but I hear it through Radio Disney, so I really don't know if it's completely up to date. Um, I guess for my generation, but. We like it, and <laughs> it really is just more about them right now and what they can listen to. Do, do, do any of your kids, uh, are they musically inclined? Do any of them play instruments, or are they, are they in school? Do they bring instruments home from school? or are they, They're they learning to play the guitar right now, actually. Oh. They're both taking guitar okay. lessons, yeah. So both of them. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that on Facebook and thinking, wow, you play the guitar, you know? It's like, wow. They're they're learning. <laughs> no, they're learning. They're learning to play guitar, and the youngest is only seven months old, so he's not on any instruments yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, maybe maybe, maybe you can get a drum set or something. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are they both? Are they both? Uh, this is a girl and a boy, or is it a boy and a boy? Or is it a, I have three are, boys. Three boys. Three boys. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they're ready. They're ready to go. So, so the two <laughs> older ones are, are playing the guitar. Do they have any mm-hmm. um, favorite? Do they have any favorite guitars that they're patterning themselves after, or are they just randomly just decided to play the just guitar? Just randomly. They, um, they see the Disney kids rocking out on stage, and they want to be like them. <laughs> so okay. I started them from scratch. They're learning the basics, and um, my older kind of wrote his own little song already uh wow. oh, <laughs> i don't know so. when he's gonna put it to music or not he just kind of made it up in his head and had me write it down so we have that do they play like any of the musical games like uh guitar hero or any of those things or do they, do they do anything um, like no, that no we they... don't have guitar we don't have guitar hero for them no um, okay i don't know what age is appropriate for them i've also heard they have that and i'm the actual guitar they have nothing to do with each other <laughs> Well, yeah, so, wait, I don't know. A bunch of game. I actually, I believe they do have a kids version. I could be wrong. I think it's called Band Hero. Yeah, okay. they do. Like, yeah. yes. It's really good. For, it's really good for the kids to be be familiar with the music of the past, and they kind of get they quickly learn what uh, it helps. It actually helps the intellectual side of the music brain, and so it's a really good program. To have your kids, if they're playing guitar, they would know. They would know about you know Van Halen and just some of the guitar people that you know Rolling Stones and the Beatles. It kind of helps them a little bit. So if you ever maybe next Christmas or if they be, get all their grades right in school, 
Might want to throw that in an Xbox in it. Oh. <laughs> um, so or, 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 or they could ask their, or they could ask their uncle Jack for it. Oh, they could. He would <laughs> love to buy that. <laughs> so what did what did you um? What do you like about what do you like about um? Being musically loving music in your family. What what are the things that you think that is great about having music in a family? I think it's a good bonding time. It's a time just for them to like uh, like when we're playing the week, it's a nice family time to do some karaoke because they like music, so it's something they like to do. And um, it's that Disney thing, is, so it's music they know and like. Um, when we just put music on and goof around, I think it's a great time for them to release energy and it's just having fun because I get to vent out too if I want. Um, and it's just fun time together. Um, I think music is a universal speaker for everything. Like, I I don't know how to explain that, but um, I think, you know, it loosens them up, it makes them happy, and we like doing it together. So. Um, I was going to ask, ask you too, um, and this, this is a question that I haven't asked anyone, Ian, but I'm going to ask her. And tell me, would they, could um, you um, parents' kids' music exclusive? Yeah. Could you imagine a world, Nelly, a whole world for a month with not a drop of music? What would it do to you? Would you go crazy? Would you go nuts? Or would, would it be cool for you? I would like to know, you know, how to give me that. With no music whatsoever? I don't know. For a whole, <laughs> um, for a whole, for, I don't know. For a whole month. I don't think we, I guess we could get by, but it's no fun. Like when they're painting, I should mention this too, they like classical music, they call it artist music. Um, it started, I think one of the preschool teachers did it for a, a, as a project and they brought that home and when we paint, they like to have classical music on the background. They consider it artist music. So I don't know if we can go a whole month with kids not painting because they won't paint without the music. <laughs> um I don't know. I like to put on music if I'm cooking dinner and they're playing in the dining room or in the living room. We just put on music, even on the TV, that um, music choice, whatever those channels are on cable, we'll throw something like that on, especially during the holidays because I don't have Christmas CDs. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if I could go a whole month without music, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to ask everybody that because I don't think I could do it. Even I don't believe I could go a month without hearing nothing. It'll drive me crazy. I think music will be one of the last things to go when the planet blows up. You know, you got to have music, you know. So, wow. Yeah, Jay, so that's my Jay, qu- yeah, yeah, that question really reminded me of something I used to always ask my friends back, back in the world before iPods, where if you were stuck on a desert island and you had a CD player and you could only bring three CDs, what would they be? Oh... <laughs> Mm-mm. For myself or as a family? Thinking. I guess. I guess. Answer for yourself, then answer for the five of you. Um, for myself, I probably have to bring. Um, hmm. I don't know. I kind of like the classical music, so I probably something. I don't know which one. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> See, you're making this hard for me now. Because <laughs> I don't know about just for me. I'd say for the family, I would bring their compilation CDs and probably some classical music just because. <laughs> um, She's compilation that's what I've been listening to for the past couple of years. <laughs> you're cheating, though. You can't bring a compilation. That's not fair. That's like multiple artists. <laughs> <laughs> you said three CDs. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You got to be more Zach. <laughs> okay, three albums. They cannot be movie soundtracks. They cannot be compilation albums. They can't be original Broadway scores I can, and soundtracks, I can say. But not, okay. not, For myself, not right. albums I love the cat music. music. I, I thought of something. Cats. I have that musical CD. I love it. Um, For okay. myself, Aida. The musical Aida, mm-hmm. I loved. And I guess just something, ah, uh, what do I have? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't know what the third one would be just for me. Okay. Well, what about the family? 
um, for the family, since I'm not allowed to say compilations. <laughs> Is it, did we stump you on that? All right, new question. If you if you are a desert island and could only bring three children, who would they be? Did she disappear? Hello, Yanelli? Let me see. Did we lose Yanelli? Let me check. So she's still here. Maybe the questions were too it's hard. The... <laughs> All right. Okay, now we know, now we know for future shows. <laughs> about that. All right, so maybe Yanelli will come back in, or we can thank Yanelli because I know that she did say that she may leave at two twenty-five. So, so, so Jay, while we get some time, why don't you share with me about this artist that um, your, your artist of the week? Oh, wow! You know, I thought I couldn't top the guitar player, right? Now. Uh, couldn't be nobody. Yeah, it's good. And, and, that, and that guy was amazing, without a doubt. Yeah, but apparently there's this little girl that's so beautiful, um, and her name is, and she has a beautiful name. Her name is Emily Bear, and uh, she's Bear. a pianist. And, and yeah, Bear. And you can you can you can go to emilybear.com and you can check her out. She's so pretty and gifted, and, and even her her older sisters and brothers they're beautiful, they're gifted also. But this girl. Is extraordinary. She is a classical pianist, and and she's been playing for maybe about I guess about four years. Uh, since she, uh, and um, I think she's nine years old now. Um, I mean, it's just breathtaking. She plays classical, jazz, boogie. She got to play for the Bushes when she was a kid. And she has five CDs of her own. Five. You know, and I'm I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out when. She's like nine oh, or something. Gets, I'm like, I think she's nine, Ian. I'm like, when did she make these five CDs? Five CDs at the age of the, by the age of nine. I have zero CDs at the age of thirty-two. Wow. I mean, I, it's incredible. And I, I checked her out, me and uh, Jelena, and uh, it just Jelena said, "Wow, what, I don't know if I'd ever be able to play like that." I mean, this girl, her fingering. You know, it makes me. It, she makes me cringe because when I when I watch her, I'm like, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, I'll just stay I'll stay producing. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like we got Yanelli back. So Yanelli, are you back? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I couldn't hear anything after that. What what it sounded like was that you were so stumped by the question that the phone just decided to drop off because it's like I don't know what it is. I so I, asked, so I changed the question and I asked, okay, forget CDs. If you had to bring three kids, who would they be? For the kids? No, no. If you had to bring only three children with you, who oh. would they be? <laughs> if I had to bring only three children with me? Yes. I those would be my kids. <laughs> exactly. That's the answer. If you. Any answer to that because we've been a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was answering the CDs one, and then it cut off. <laughs> All right. So you thought, have, you, have you given some thought? <laughs> I was answering the CDs one, and then I realized I couldn't hear you guys anymore. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> we decided to ask you something safe that you could answer. <laughs> oh. Uh, did you figure did you figure out Nelly um those three CDs for the kids or uh, for the kids yeah that said um, um, it would probably be like um Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato or Mitchell Musso and if I said musical counted I didn't know if High School Musical counted as one um because <laughs> they love yeah, that too I I, I yeah that it. would probably definitely be one of the ones then <laughs> and I would say Jonas Brothers and Mitchell Musso because I catch them singing that in the car a lot. Right. Very oh, cool. We'll do a three. <laughs> right, right. So, um, do you plan on buying some CDs when you you leave our show, like for the kids? Did it? Did we inspire you to 
to to do some events with your children when you get home this week and do more bring more music into the house white washing dishes and stuff. Did you get a good uh, inspiration from our show, Parents, Kids, and Music? Well, we already play a lot of music, but yeah, no, it definitely motivates me to keep doing it with them. <laughs> um, and since you brought up memories of not going to any musical events with my mom, I'm thinking I should take them to more musical events besides the Christmas show at Radio City. <laughs> um actually taking them to shows that they like with artists that they like instead of making them wait until they're old enough to choose to go. Right, right. It's important because that's what you remember. Music is a time machine, Nelly, and you can, it, they will remember these things. Like my daughter, I mean, she remembers, you know, anything I do with her, and, and you know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm just, just reminding you and myself. But, you know, those events, those musical events are wonderful. Music is God's word, you know, and that's what it is, and that's where it comes from, and we all love it. It doesn't matter what kind it is, what what, what flavor, it's all beautiful. So, yeah, you'll have mm-hmm. fun taking them to those events. It's better than, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> so, Ann, do you have any other questions? Yeah, I know. I know where our next guest is um, on their way into the Parents Kids Music Studio, also known as picking up the phone and calling us. So, you know, I'd like to thank you for joining us. And um, do you have any final thoughts about the relationships that um, people have with their parents and children when it comes to music? Ah, thank you for having me on. <laughs> yeah, we, we appreciate you, man. Thank you. We're absolutely glad that you joined us today. All right, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And you're fun, too. You're very, very fun. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. 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 And perfect. We We have our next guest. He just called in. Jay, are you ready, Jay? I am ready. Let's go. Hey, Steven, Steven, are you in? Uh, yes, I'm in. How you guys doing? Excellent. Welcome. It's Ian here in New York. It's Jay in California. How's everything going? Everything's going well. I'm down here in uh, Richmond, Virginia, having a pretty good day. So, yeah, things going well. Very nice. Already down south after all the fun last week up here. Yeah, yeah. Went, went right back to the grind down here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so basically, um, as I as I was sharing with you offline, um, the show is about the relationships people have with their parents and children. So, um, so what was your experience when it comes to music growing up? Um, for me, growing up, I was actually uh, lucky to come from two musical parents. Um, my father, who I didn't really know, they divorced when I was very young. Was a uh, was a flugelhorn player actually. I saw old photos of him, and he uh, he was rocking the Chuck Mangione look pretty hard. I guess that was uh, was pretty popular back then. Um, and my mother was a uh, French horn player, and um, some of my earliest uh, one of my earliest musical memories is going to see her play uh, in like a community orchestra sort of uh, thing. And then um, when it came time to uh, start, you know, looking at you know learning instruments in school and stuff. She was very supportive of uh, of me joining the band, and I, I picked up saxophone, and I think the fourth grade is usually when they were starting you back then, so I I kind of fell in line with it as well. So I was um, I was a little lucky to, to, to be able to have some musically supportive parents. And um, that, that also, you know, not only in playing music, but um, I got a lot of good... Uh, a lot of good exposure to music from my mom. My stepdad wasn't so much into it. He was very much like a uh, kind of in oldies, doo-wop, that kind of stuff, which isn't bad, but, um, you know, it wasn't uh, wasn't quite what I was interested in back then anyway. Got, got it. So yes. it wasn't your style, but your mother's musical tastes are something that that you that rubbed off of you more than your stepfather. Uh, yeah, very much. I mean, um, I remember my mom, uh, when I was, uh, you know, getting a little older, old enough to start, um, 
paying attention at least, um, sitting me down and giving me her old Chicago tapes and uh, Santana and things like that and, uh, you know, kind of sitting up in my room and uh, just digesting those. Um, she was also really big into uh, musicals and stuff back then, so I remember just sitting around and watching. Uh, she was way, way into West Side Story, so I grew up with that musical. Um, a lot of the Bernstein stuff and uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber and uh, things like that. So, uh, you know, and she listened to a lot of popular music at the time as well, you know, the, the kind of mid to late 80s and stuff uh, that I also kind of, you know, was getting my ear on. Um, but definitely got a lot of good exposure out of my mom to all sorts of different music, classical music as well in there. And um, that really kind of, uh, you know, she and I were actually able to form, a, you know, a, a pretty good bond over, over music for, for most of, you know, a good part of my formative years and even into getting a little bit older, you know, we started going to see like the Smokey Joe's Cafe, uh, Broadway Review, we're going to see uh, Jesus Christ Superstar and things like that that I was just completely blown away by. It's another uh, early memory I have is watching the... Uh, the, the movie production of Jesus Christ Superstar and just absolutely loving it as a little kid and not even knowing what it was or what it was about. Wow, so, so, so do you um, go see a lot of live music or musical productions with your mother even now as an adult? Um, I do not now. I don't have as um, strong a relationship with my, with my mom now. We also... We happen to live in two uh, different states right now, so um, you know if had if I was still around them, I'm sure we would still uh, you know keep in touch musically, so to speak. Um, but yeah, you know we we didn't go to many um, Broadway productions when I was when I was young. We would always listen to the music. It was you know when when I got a little older, like late high school, even early college age. That's when we actually started going out and seeing shows like that together. You know. Uh, Preservation Hall Jazz Band would come through New Jersey, uh, where I where I grew up, and we'd go see them. Or Chuck Mangione would come through, we'd go see that. So, you know, if we still live near each other, I'm sure we'd be doing a little bit more music together. Absolutely, and and I know I met you um just before a Fish concert. Like, um, what other things are you interested into now? And like, what were your other influences? Um. Well, I, I, um, you know, I started in the band in elementary school and came up through uh, high school band, marching band, concert band, jazz band. Um, I think it's sort of a natural extension as some of the things that I grew up listening to and some of the stuff, you know, just and again, being a horn player. Um, you know, in, in, in the mid to late 90s, I started getting into uh, ska music and things like that. Um, you know, to kind of combine that sort of fun rock punk element that, you know, a lot of teenagers are into, but they also had the horns and, you know, good jazzy arrangements and things like that going on that spoke to me as a musician. Um, and then, uh, you know, I delved even further into jazz at that point, um, and that's kind of what started getting me into uh, bands like this and um, things like the Grateful Dead. My parents were definitely not hippies. They weren't into uh, real, like, improvisational music per se, um, that's sort of where I kind of jumped off on my own and sort of moved out from there. Um, I try not to be a jazz snob so much, um, but I, I, I try to listen to as, as much as I can. I've gotten really into um, all sorts of world music, you know, just the uh, the rhythmic complexities that, that tend to go on and all these different kinds of, uh, you know, Afri Afro-Cuban music and Afrobeat and funk and R&B and soul and, you know, Indian music and all these other sorts of things I've really come to uh, love and embrace now. Excellent. And I know so, you, you shared... Uh, uh, Jay, you have a question? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to know, like, um, you, your, your parents picked brass instruments and you picked a reed instrument. I think that's different. You just decided to go reed rather than the mouthpiece, the brass mouthpiece. You didn't, why did you, why did you do that? <laughs> that, that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting question, you know, because my my sister ended up um, she tried to play French horn like my mother, and her lips were too big, so they stretched her to trombone. So she stuck with brass. Um, for me, it was you know it wasn't even something that my mother had talked to me about really. I just 
you know, I remember her playing music, and I know the day that they were said, you know, hey, if you kids want to take these sheets home and look at joining the band, you know, go talk to your parents. And I was looking over the, the instruments you can you can get on. And even at that young age, I took a look at um, I took a look at the sheet, and I saw the word saxophone. Just I said to myself, saxophone is jazz. That's what I want to play. I don't know. What other than that, you know, that's that's a very good question that you bring up. My parents were both uh, brass players, and I chose a reed. It just, I I took one look at it, and it's kind of like Lisa Simpson when Homer takes her sort of pick instruments, you know, obamabo, tubamabo, and she points to the saxophone, and that's what she wanted. <laughs> yeah, you went totally different. You went totally to the family uh, crest. You know, you kind of like went to, you took the chance. <laughs> Yeah, I, so I, I guess from from then I wanted to be different. You know, I even had some cousins that got into uh, music, and they all gravitated towards brass instruments too. I grew up, um, you know, I remember having a little child acoustic guitar in the house. My mom also had uh, uh, a Wurlitzer organ that I I still have, and I can remember from the time I was very young. You know, she would play like Carpenter songs on it and stuff. And um, you know, I kind of always messed around with those, but never really never really picked up on them, uh, but the, the the saxophone, just something about it grabbed me, and I've I've been doing it since, still playing to this day. And who, who what is a band sax- without saxophones? Oh, no, man, you gotta that have saxophone a is grand. Right. So who are some of your sax guys, like Tom Scott, Grover Washington? Uh, give us some of, your, um, some of the guys. Uh, Grover Washington is great. I, um... I, I did a little bit of listening to, um, you know, some Charlie Parker and stuff. And actually, I had to go out on my own to really find sax guys. My uh, my band director in high school was was a trumpet player, and he was into some of that, like you know, he was into a lot of jazz fusion and some of that scream trumpet, like Maynard Ferguson kind of stuff. And um, right, you know, we were also listening to a lot of drum and bugle corps at the time, and that's just full of all brass and a lot of screaming trumpets and stuff. And I kind of had to go out on my own and. Uh, Coleman Hawkins was one of the early ones that I really uh, wow. started listening to. And, you know, I, I did some listening to uh, to Charlie Parker, and I had one of his uh, songbooks with all the solos transcribed and stuff. But um, when I when I heard Train, he really, that's, that's again, what grabbed me. You know, I, everybody starts on alto. I moved to the tenor sax in about the eighth grade, and then kind of uh, from there, you know, started playing a little Barry and stuff. But... Uh, John Coltrane is really the one that, to to the day, if you know, my number one saxophone player or, or musical idol would be him, you know. And I've I've gotten in. There's a lot of other good um, modern sax players out there. John Ellis, who uh, did a couple stints with uh, Charlie Hunter in the city and stuff like that, and is doing his own thing now. You know, he's a great modern sax player that I, I very much enjoy his style and what he's doing. Um, Charlie Rouse used to play with uh, Monk. He also was just a, a monster on his horn. What about David Sanborn? Do you like him? Like any, uh... I'm sorry. David Sanborn. David Sanborn. Ah, um, I respect David Sanborn. I'm I am not a huge fan. Uh, for me, anybody that plays the alto, I can respect their technique and their uh, you know, their their level of of playing. It's just I tend to shy. The the timbre of the alto is not uh, just you know I. I don't really care for it. That's why I play the tenor. Um, okay. So and also the, uh, the 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 sort of I kind of put you know David Sanborn in kind of that Dave Koz sort of smooth jazz sort right. of thing, and that's that again just again I can I can appreciate it. I was used to listen a little bit to the I think it was CD 101.9 up in New York City there for a long time, and uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not a smooth jazz kind of guy. There's uh, you know, I'll, I kind of put Steely Dan in the same category. There's a there's a thin line between soul and soulless, and uh, sometimes people fall on the wrong side of that. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm being a little picky about it, but I can I can appreciate the I can appreciate the level of uh, you know musicianship there, but it's not exactly what I choose to listen to. Just on a, a personal note. Do you have any kids to play? Do you have any children? I actually don't. I'm unmarried and without kids, so it <laughs> might be a little odd, you know, trying to talk to me about that aspect of of your show. Um, but I have... What about um, teaching? What about stuff. Te- oh, yeah, I, I went to school okay. for music education, and I used to... Um, 
I, I don't teach now. I actually work in a completely different field, but I used to work at a school for special needs kids in uh, New Jersey, and I did a lot with the, uh, with the music teacher there and some of the therapists. And um, so I've, I've done a lot with kids and music over the years. I've just never actually taught and, you know, like never became a full-on music teacher and don't have any kids myself. But uh, I've, I've done a lot of, you know, and even working with um, friends that have children. I've got a lot of friends with children, and I'm constantly giving them music for their kids. Wow. Well, I was I was I was wondering, like, if we have a a kid, uh, parents kids workshop, would you come on and give some advice to some of our kids? And we have a would you be willing to come on to our workshop and and give a couple of little notes about to some of the kids that might come on our show? Just give them a little tips on the saxophone. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, we might be calling you for that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys got my contact. But, um, yeah, there's, I think there's a lot of great, great stuff out there, uh, both specifically for kids as well as parents, as well as um, stuff that's, that's for the parents but can still really speak to the children on, on many levels. So did your, did, your, did your parents help you learn how to read music? Like when you got home from school, you had this great French horn player, your mom, and the flugelhorn with the Chuck Mangione look guy there. And then you got home, <laughs> did they like, <laughs> did they like have you sitting there and teaching you how to read your rhythms and patterns and and those dreaded, um, dreaded tied notes? <laughs> I hate tied you know, notes. My mom may have uh, my mom may have worked with me a little bit, but. Not much. They kind of left me to my own devices as as far as, um, you know, learning. I, I never took private lessons uh, until I got to college, and, you know, you kind of have to. Um, I sort of always just came up through learning in in school. And, um, you know, I, I guess I was lucky that I, I sort of was already a little musically inclined coming from, you know, just being passed down through my genes. Um, you know, I, I did most of that learning on my own and in school, and then when my sister came up, um, I actually, you know, I picked up a second trombone and taught myself trombone in order to help her learn trombone and come up, and, you know, but she was in, uh, I remember her being in eighth grade, uh, an eighth grade talent show playing a Rachmaninoff piece in front of all her peers and stuff, and, uh, which, you know, thinking back on it, that's kind of, you know, how often do you see an eighth grader playing Rachmaninoff in front of other eighth graders, you know? Never. Um, but, uh, yeah, my my parents, my mom did a little bit of helping me out early on, but most of it they kind of just, you know, leave me to go play my horn up in my room as long as I don't bug them too much, you know? Did you guys ever jam together like your sister and you? Let's get together and um, do a little jam session. Yeah, um... And, and again, that came a little la- that came a little later. Not so much earlier on in mine or my sister's playing. Um, she's two years younger than me. But when we got, when I was up in high school and my sister was a little bit more established on trombone, I would, uh, I would sort of uh, not steal but borrow. Um, I guess just specifically remember taking home, uh, you know, a small brass combo or, or horn combo or um, Christmas carol arrangements, and we would sit in the uh, in the room, the three of us, and, and flush out like a three-piece arrangement for uh, all these Christmas carols and stuff. And sometimes I grab other horn pieces and bring them home. And you know, especially when my sister joined the high school band with me, we'd both have our pieces, and I'd go grab the French horn chart for my mom or something, and we'd all play along. Or I'd pick the score and just you know play the melody line or something like that along with them as backing. So yeah, we used to jam together a little bit, and that was always uh, that was always fun. You know, my dad again, he wasn't my stepdad wasn't so much into it, but. Uh, it was, it was fun for the three of us. Well, I got a question that I asked the other guests, and Ian has one also, and you might have heard it with the previous guest. And that question to you, Stefan, is can you imagine the world for a whole month and, and without, a, without having a listening to a drop of music? So could you do that for a whole month? Would it drive you crazy? Would you go nuts? What would happen? What, what do you think about that question? Could you imagine a world for a whole month without not a drop of music? Um, I think it would be absolutely absurd to go a month without listening to music, um, both for myself and for the world in general. Uh, I've met a lot of people, you know, you know, you meet new people here and there and you, you try to talk and figure each other out and, you know, music comes up and I always ask people, what are you listening to? And people say, oh, I like everything, which means, you know, typically 
I like everything that's played on the radio. Or uh, I've met people that say, I don't listen to the radio. I listen to talk, you know, I listen to talk radio, not not music, which always dumbfounds me. And you know, people are like, I don't need to say this. Um, I, I think you, you, you hear and listen to music more often than, than you realize. It's all around us, all the time. And to 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 go without that, I think, you know, people who say they don't need music, if they had to go a month without it, then it, it would really hit them that they were that something was missing from their life, something that should okay. be there isn't there. I agree. I agree. Um, That's good. Yeah. And I mean, there's even um, there's even music in um, things that aren't meant to be musical. You know, you listen to uh, I got into listening to a little bit of Stephen Reich uh, for a little bit a couple of years back, and I mean he. Uh, I think one of his CDs was called, one of his pieces was called Different Trains, and it was all based on sounds that were recorded in a train yard from conductors to trains chugging by and then music set to them in, in, in the tempo and the rhythm that was actually carried through from that. So there's, you know, there's there's still, there's there's that kind of aspect to music as well. It doesn't have to be a uh, a performed piece per se, but everything, you know, there's rhythm and there's music all around you, and going without that is... Uh, a world that I personally wouldn't want to be in. And even talk even shows just the ambient sounds, like even just right. like church bells or or exactly. like the sounds of the wind and such. Yes, very much. I completely agree. Yeah, Jay, you had a question. I was just I was just saying even even the fact that even talk shows have music in the themes and in the background. They might be talk shows but you like he was saying earlier, you still hear music talk around radio. Yeah, so Exactly. Um, so that that's uh so do you write any do you compose any? Do you write any music on your off time? Like when you're not doing your day gig, do you write any um any music on your sax um, or melodies? Yeah, I um not not as much as I should. Um but I was in a, um, I was in a kind of a funk and jazz band in, in Jersey for years before I moved down here, and you know I, um, I wrote uh, wrote a couple tunes and or would would help arrange or write horn parts where the the guitar player would come in with with at least you know the the body of the song fleshed out. Um, I'm in a uh, more of a rock band down here now. Um, you know I'm still playing saxophone, a little bit of keyboard and percussion as well, and. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, well, I haven't exactly written a full-on song for this band yet. Um, I've definitely contributed to the songwriting process. Okay. Okay. Uh, is there is there anything that we is coming out uh, a CD or something that we can look forward um, to? Uh, no. In, in in my old band, we actually we put out two CDs uh, that we fully uh, funded. Uh, you know, recorded. Um, you know, we fully funded them on our own. We we weren't signed to a, a label or anything, but we we recorded them in very professional studios and had them mixed at a place uh, just across from New York City where, uh, I mean, Master did a place up there, a guy who's done a lot of work for famous artists down to guys like us, and uh, we kind of put them out on their own, and they were available on iTunes and CD Baby and, and things like that. Um, the band I'm in right now, they recorded an EP last summer without me, which is kind of right when I had first started joining them, and uh, right now we're kind of in the phase of just, you know, we're a working band, so we're out there playing gigs, writing some new material, and uh, eventually when we get enough money up, we'll go and uh, record and lay down some stuff again. Um, What's interesting, though, is, you know, one debate that I find myself having uh, with with people is, uh, you know, is the CD format dead these days? Is it better to just go digital? Is it better to just put out an EP rather than a full-length album? You know, there's, there's a lot of a lot of different takes on that. But um, I definitely, I for one, want to get back in the studio again and do some more uh, work. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's an experience unlike any other. Stephen, one question I had to do: Have your parents have a have have they came to see you perform like in any of these bands, or have, have you shared any events with them? Go out to see. Certain, you know, groups. Um, Chuck Mangione. <laughs> um, I, I went to last time I went to Chuck Mangione was uh, was the Performing Arts Center in New Jersey with my mom, and um, actually he came out afterwards and signed CDs, and we went up and kind of chatted with him and let him know how we kind of like had grown, you know, 
I'd grown up listening to him with my mom and, you know, got an autograph and all that. Wow. Um, but, yeah, that, wow. that, that was really fun. You know, it's as cheesy as it is to say Chuck Manjoan. You know, he's, he's a, he was a great player, and uh, that, that, was, that was a great experience. Um, my parents were very, very supportive uh, in high school. They were in the band boosters. You know, they came to all the marching band shows and the jazz band gigs. And, uh, wow. Again, you know, while, while, while it didn't always connect with my stepdad, uh, it really connected with my mom. I remember my senior year playing in the uh, a jazz, a high school jazz competition up at uh, the Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And after we, uh, after our big band, after we finished our set, uh, you know, my mom was in the back of the room just in tears, you know. Oh. Um, you so you know, they, they used to come and see me a lot uh, when I when I grew up, kind of, and started playing in uh, in other bands, you know parents aren't always my parents aren't exactly uh party people or late night people so when when your gig's not starting until uh 10 10 30 and you're out playing in a smoky bar you know they didn't always come out to uh <laughs> to see me then they they certainly you know when my first album I, I gave them a copy of it and and you know they they, they loved it my mom would rave about it especially <laughs> i wrote a i wrote a, a simple little 12 bar blues song um she would always tell me, that's the, that's the best song on the album. I was like, that's one of the worst songs on the album, you know. But proud, proud mama moment there, you know. She she loved the, that one. Um, you know, and uh, I'd given them a copy of our second album after it came out, and that was right when they kind of uh, had moved away. So they, you know, I don't think they really know what I'm up to musically these days. Well, music is like a time machine, so I see that you have a lot of good moments in your time machine, and it's it, it's good it's good that you tell our audience how how you kind of move with your family. You you got a good musical health in your family. Your mom's very supportive. I, Come on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead. I was gonna say no. I I what what you just said it's the nail on the head. You know, music is sort of like a time capsule, and I have so many memories just based around uh, music. And uh, it really is, you know, a a, a great thing. Um, and I'm I'm lucky that I was able to grow up in it, and uh, you know, with with some parents who were a little more supportive than than than, than a lot of others might be, you know. And uh, I just that's that's one of the reasons why I love giving music to people as a gift, especially when they, you know, I had some very good, very close friends there. Their daughter was born, and I first thing I did is I went out and I bought them uh, "Baby Loves Jazz." Uh, "Go Baby Go" was the name of the CD, and I said, "Hey, you not only are you guys going to love this, but it's going to be good for the kids. You know, it's it's made for kids, but it's music that parents can really enjoy as well. So it's not constantly wheels on the bus or, you know, Donna blow your horn or anything like that." We appreciate you here as a guest, and it was great having you on the yeah. show. I think, yeah. Yeah, thanks, oh, thanks for joining thank us. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, cheers to you guys. Thanks. All right. Have an excellent thank day. You. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, Jay, there we have it. What what a great pair of guests today. Wow. Great musical health for both guests. Wonderful show, man. Again. I mean, I mean just, just completely different levels. I mean, Yanelli being the mother of three, her experiences growing up, and just as an adult, just being able to, like, hold on to the music she she liked before she was a mother and now, and then her second amazing, awesome guest, yeah. his saxophone, and just, just, like, listening about playing in the band in school growing up like I did myself, and... It's just a beautiful experience because I know we can probably talk about this more in a future show about my father went to every almost every single band competition my that I was in and my sister was in as we were in a competitive marching band growing up. And, and also like to say, I, I, also want, I also want to say, too, uh, about the treasure, what is your treasure.net? And, you know, we have to mention, give thanks out to our great campaign there. Absolutely. Um, As we are running out of time, we invite everyone to check out whatisyourtreasure.net about the important thing, about what what is it you treasure in your life. Thank you. And Jay, 
Jay, we're very much running out of time right now. So, so once again, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us. And um, yeah. next week we'll be back at our regular time of 3 p.m. and um, noon on the West Coast. So, Jay, are you looking yeah. forward to it? Looking forward to it. What is your treasure? <laughs> Excellent. What is your treasure dot net? Everyone, everyone have a great weekend. We'll talk to you then. Bye.